Hello and welcome to Kingdom Lifestyle. This is Lisa and today I have a special guest in the studio with me, my pastor, Pastor Michael Smith of Overcomers Fellowship in Frederick, Maryland. And today we're going to talk about the kingdom. Pastor Mike is going to give us um, some insight on the kingdom of God and all the information that he knows that's been downloaded to him. He knows the king personally, and he's already entered into the kingdom of God. So welcome, Pastor Mike. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, Lisa. It's, it's an honor just to be here to talk to you about uh, the kingdom that we're presently in and that God has chosen us to advance on his earth. But thank you. Praise God. So let's talk about the kingdom of God. Let's talk about what exactly that meant. Who is the king and how do we get there? How do we get in? Wow. That's a great question. And, and to be honest, it was a question that took me probably about, what, 36 years of my life to even, uh, to even, not just to even to know, but um, to even know that it existed, like the kingdom. Uh, so the kingdom is, the king is Jesus, amen, and, and the yeah. father. So, and the way that we do enter into the kingdom is through Jesus, that uh, we know that Jesus came to this earth, and what religion has done has reduced what Jesus came to do. And what I mean is, uh, I came up in a household that was Christian. Uh, my mom, my grandmother, every family, my aunts, uncles, um, and every, and then it was just taught to us just to, uh, you know, just to accept Jesus Christ that He died for us and our sins, and uh, our sins were forgiven. And then after that, it was just to do the best that you could do. But as God has started to develop us and started to renew our mind in 2006, Pastor Trina and I, and they, He just started to download a whole different, if I can say it this way, good news to us. And I, I tell you this, the good news that he started to share with us in 2006 is definitely better than the news I was hearing up until then as far as just to be saved and uh, just your sins were forgiven and do the best that you could do. So to enter into that kingdom is through Jesus Christ at the cross. Praise God. So you mean to tell me that there's more to just getting saved than just getting saved and waiting to go to heaven? Because that's mostly what we've learned in in our churches today. Get saved so you can get into heaven. There's more to just um, getting saved. There's there's a bigger picture to just getting saved. And tell us about what um, that means. What does that mean that what does the good news mean? What does the good news mean? What is the good news? The good news, the good news to me is the fact that I, I am back connected to God, have a relationship with the Father, uh, and, and the fact that I'm now a winner again. Uh, before, as we talk about in our Bible studies and our service and everything, uh, that, as you said, the climax before was when we died when we transition from earth and transition to heaven because we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. That's what religion has made the climax. So it was at the end of my life is when I get to, uh, how do I want to say it? How, how I get to uh, reap the rewards of being a child of God, right? Or uh, is, is, the, is the, you know, the end all be all. 
So I was thinking like probably anyone else, you know, in my in my teenage years and my 20s and everything, I'm like, man, you know what? I'll wait till I'm 50 or 60 to get that right. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll have fun while I'm here on the earth. And I'll wait till I'm 50 or 60 when I'm getting close to, you know, got got to transitioning time to, to leave this earth. And then I'll just go ahead and receive it then. But the good news is that what we have seen and what he's downloaded to us, and, and, and this is via scripture, it's not just something that we're making up, right? But through scripture, we see that the climax is why we're here on earth. That the climax, the good news is that we have heaven on earth right now. And what we mean is we have heaven results while we remain here, while we're still here on the earth. So that's the good news. Hallelujah. That is so powerful to understand that we have heaven on earth. And and what comes along with um the kingdom? What do what do we get? What is it? What is heaven's reality on earth for us? What is heaven's reality on earth for us? Heaven's reality is is heaven's intent for all mankind is to live a victorious life here on the earth. Uh, heaven, the kingdom of heaven is all about uh, victory. And as it says in the word of God, that the father has given us victory through his son. But again, we took that religion has taken that and we thought we receive our victory in the fact that we're going to live with him for, for um, forever or eternity in heaven. But no, the father is saying, no, I, I need you guys to change your, your perspective. I need you guys to to look at it from. And as we say, from the from his plan, once that was the game changer right there, Lisa. Right. Once right. we started to look at scripture, his word through his plan, which Jesus clearly says his plan in Matthew chapter six, verse 10. He says, thy kingdom come yeah. on earth as it is in heaven and and the whole thing is once you look at it from that standpoint everything that jesus was teaching us was to show us the characteristics of how they do it in heaven this is okay i understand that on earth you you the, that you guys just uh you, you hate your enemy right that whoever offends you you react and you respond from that place of, of um of of offense he said, okay, I understand that. He said, but in heaven, we love our enemies. Come on, there you go. Come on, Lisa, you started up already. <laughs> he, said, he said, in heaven, we love our enemies. Then see, then he starts to separate. And what really is the separation of it is, is our thinking, is how we see things. Because, in, and I love the fact that not only did he say it, he demonstrated it. Because yet while we were still sinners, enemies, to him, he still loved us and went and died for us. So again, he's bringing the culture of heaven to earth and how he's doing that is through each believer. And Jesus was the first one to bring that culture to earth. Right. So how do, how do we, how do we extend that kingdom culture as, as believers? And now that we know that we are citizens um, of the kingdom and that, that we're just are journeying here. The Bible says we're we're no longer foreigners or aliens to the kingdom of God. We we are part of the family. We have citizenship. What do we do here on earth? How do we 
what is God's plan for us here on earth? What is God's plan for his citizens here on earth? God's plan for his citizens, uh, for each member, each, uh, each child, is to advance his kingdom. Just as it was with Jesus. Scripture says, as Jesus was in this world, so are we. All right. So he showed what Jesus did was he showed the order of the kingdom of heaven. If we go back to Genesis chapter one, what really happened when Adam ate and Eve ate of that fruit, the order of God now was not wasn't present on the earth anymore. Why? Because there, the kingdom of darkness has taken over the earth at that time because man was in sin. Well, what God wanted to do in that light that we're talking about, that uh, that kingdom of heaven that we're talking about is the initial light in the book of Genesis chapter one. That first light, that light that came upon the earth wasn't for visibility. It was for that was a, that was the kingdom of heaven that was um that was coming upon the earth. So that was the order of God. And, and as you said, the question that you said, well, what does that entail? Well. That entails the victories. That entails his word. That entails his promises. That entails that we have dominion over all of the darkness, meaning Satan's kingdom. So Satan no longer has dominion over any child of God. Come on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. So sickness, disease, poverty, all these things. When God gave us the mandate in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, he said, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, now man, now man has dominion over all the earth. He set everything in the order of the kingdom. And then he said, man, I want you to come and rule it, but not rule it. Not that the authority and the power originated from man, but it originates from the father and it flows through man. So really, we're here to be, um, as we call it, uh, uh, deputies as God is the sheriff. So we're here operating in his authority and in his power in the seen world, in the seen world, why he controls everything from the unseen world. So so we are we are actually carriers of of the power of God because of the crisis in us. That that is awesome. And, and one other thing that's really amazing, too, is that we're not just citizens of the kingdom. We're children of the king. Hallelujah. Amen. We're children of the king. Let's talk about that. What does that mean? How does that happen? How do we become children? Man, that, that God, his plan is so awesome. <laughs> when we really sit down and allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the plan of God. And, and I like to say this from the very beginning. And the plan of God is not reduced to sin and no sin. Amen. Yeah. Does, does sin have a part in it? Yes, it did. And, and Jesus, watch this, and Jesus died for that part of it. Sin has already been taken care of. Now we come into this awesome relationship with God, reconciled. But not only just that we have this awesome relationship with him, but now we have our original position and our original intent back that God had for man. And that's to be rulers, to, be, to have dominion over all of the earth and what comes with that i mean just he's our king he's the king of kings so therefore if he is the king of kings therefore there must be other kings as well well we're those ones we're those other kings we're those other lords in the seen world that's ruling on behalf of the king and the lord 
uh, in the unseen world. Amen. Amen. And tell us a little bit about the government, because we we're, we're operating not under um, this world's government. You talked about the kingdom of darkness. Tell us what's the difference between the government, the rule, the, and, and, and what is the authority of the king? Because we're, we're here in the United States. We really don't understand um, kingdoms and kings because we've been under a democracy. So, so understanding um, the kingdom, the government, and, and how the rules and laws work. Can you give us some insight on that one? That's a great, that's a, a great question. And, um, and, and I have to say this, that my eyes, God used uh, Miles Monroe, I mean, really to even pique my interest to where I wanted to hear more about this, right? So Miles Monroe and also um, Pastor Dwayne Brewerton in Gaithersburg, Maryland, those two people were uh, God used to really start to give me an understanding of what this was all about. And as far as the kingdom, as in, and like you said, we're at a disadvantage because we, we didn't grow up under that. Uh, see, Miles Moreau was able, God was able to use Miles Moreau to um, un unfold and unpack and give revelation to, to the world because he grew up under that type of, of, of a, you know, a kingdom where there was a queen and the rulership of the king and the queen. We didn't understand that. We just read about those things in our history book. But yeah, right. that's the relationship that we have with God, that he is all sovereign, total control. There is no, there's only a dictatorship. There's only a, a monarchy. It's only him. He's the ultimate ruler, right? right. So he's the king of the kingdom. And in the kingdom, whatever the king says, whatever he declares and decrees, that's the law. And, and so uh, to associate that with God, his word is law. His word is the law for every kingdom citizen. So just as we have to read about our citizenship and about our rights and what we have, I'm talking about naturally now, not naturally now, just like we have to read all those things that's in our law, because the law is how is is how, you know, our nation is is um, is executed and operates. Well, we have to do the same thing with the father. We have to get into his word. We we have to see what's his laws. What's his, uh, what's his principles? Because that's how the kingdom operate and they operate through principle. Once we align ourselves with principle and the kingdom's uh, uh, authority, then like we said earlier, we'll see uh, at that time the heaven realities start to be displayed in our life. For instance, one that we don't like, right? When we, when we hear it with our natural ear, it's better to give than receive. Well, that right there is going to challenge the system that we live in. The system that we live in, which is this world, it's all about us re receiving. It's all about us getting. Like, that doesn't make sense. It's better to give than receive that we increase by our giving. We increase by our sowing. So, again, now, even though I'm a Christian, even though I believe in the blood and, and, and what Jesus has done, now we're talking about something after the cross. You've already come to the cross, but now we're talking about something after the cross, which is sowing and reaping. And, and God said, as long as the earth shall remain, there shall be seed time and harvest time. He's already put that in place. Now, this is the thing. You'll decide what your harvest will be, if it's going to be plentiful or if it's going to be lack. 
And then also, whatever you sow, you're going to reap. These are rules. These are laws. These are principles that the Father has already set in place. So once I start to have more of a kingdom mindset that Pastor Trina and I knew, like, we have to sow because we were lacking in finances. So once we started to sow, then we started to reap the harvest. And that's just that's just one principle. And that's one that challenges uh, the, the system and the mindset, uh, which we call carnal mindset, which is attached to this system, that just doesn't make sense to even, and it was sad to say, even Christians still don't get it. Right, right. And and you, you talked a little bit about um, seed time and harvest time. And when we talk about seed, we're, and, and you, you mentioned also um, about God's word being final. And so there are so many principles that operate. You gave the one about the seed time and harvest time when we know that. But we also know our words are seed. Right. If we if we speak our words, tell us. Let's talk about that because there there's a kingdom language as well, right? There's a there's a language and and it identifies. I believe the kingdom citizen. There's a kingdom language. There's there's a word of God that comes out of our mouth. Talk a little bit about that. The kingdom language. Amen. Definitely is a kingdom language, and we hear it. And, and the kingdom language is that that of faith. All right. So the thing is that. Paul says that his citizenship is in heaven. Amen. Paul also says, I believed, therefore I spoke. So what he's saying is, and we'll go even to Jesus, who is our example Look, beyond sin. He's not just our example that he didn't sin, but he's our example on how to align ourselves with the kingdom. Jesus said, I never said anything that unless the father said it. I never did anything unless the father told him to do. So the language that you're talking about is what was already decreed in the, in, in the throne room, uh, right? On, at, at the seat of where he's reigning at. Whatever the king says, all we do now in the natural realm is say what he says. And that's our thing. What did God say? See, this is where we go from cliche is we don't walk by uh, sight but we walk by faith right and every Christian knows that and says that but we're talking about we say that but it becomes a cliche because we don't have an understanding of what we're saying we can't walk by sight because if we walk by sight sight is always going to take us away from what God says for instance God said by my son's stripes you are healed it's final as you said when the when the king decrees something, it's already done. Then the citizens they have to come into alignment with what the king has said for whatever it is to manifest. So when when the word when the king has said it, and that's just not don't that's not say the Bible says it. Let's just go another step further and say God said this. I right. said this, and we are citizens of the kingdom of heaven, and He says that we are healed. Now we're going to be challenged with our senses. We're going to be challenged with this natural realm telling us everything but the fact that we are healed. And this where we come, do we walk by faith and what the father says, or do we walk by sight? Because we remember when he said this, my ways aren't your ways. My thoughts aren't your thoughts. 
Yes, he came down to bring us to him, but he never dropped his word to us. We have to come up to the level of his word for that word, for the for his word and his uh his his laws, his principles to operate inside of our life, of our place of influence of where we're at. Did I go around it? <laughs> But we say it in assurance that God's word is the truth and that God's word cannot return void because the king, the king will say what he says and he means he put his stamp and his seal on it. So so kingdom citizens, we we walk by a different standard. Our bar is raised up to that heavenly standard to to, to as it is in heaven, as you started out. So it is on earth. And and. The awesome thing is, too, is that we were translated out of darkness. Now, talk a little bit about that, because that that was so I knew it, but it didn't really mean anything. Like, I didn't really know that, man, I was in a kingdom. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I was in darkness. And, and honestly, I didn't know until I started to um, receive the teaching and 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 get to understand the Holy Spirit started opening up to me that. But before I became a citizen, before I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I really was a zombie walking in darkness, stumbling around, not even knowing that I was dead, that I was dead in my trespasses. Talk a little bit about that, too, if you can. And, and, and Paul talks about that. And that's in, in Ephesians chapter two, verse one. He talks about. The fact that we all were once, we all formerly walked according to the course of this world. And, and, and that's what he's saying, that we all were in darkness. We all operated and functioned from that place uh, called the kingdom of darkness, which we know from the beginning that darkness was already here. And, and when we talk in darkness, again, we're not talking about visibility. We talking about all we talk about Satan's kingdom. And all that that entails, the, the, the disobedience, uh, the, the lack, uh, sickness, all, poverty, all of those things reside inside of darkness. Well, when God came to, well, I'm going to say came, when he, uh, in Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning, when we saw the condition was all of the earth was in darkness. But then God spoke light. But what it didn't do was remove the darkness. The darkness still existed here with the light but we and we know that because darkness was right in the middle of the garden of eden when darkness was tipped in adam and eve so when adam and eve finally fell for the temptation and disobeyed god then all of the earth was in darkness all over again why because the light had no representation here on the earth so when the light lost its representation which was mankind which is in the natural right in the natural, lost his representation, light had to retract from itself. So when we were born, the word of God says that we were all born in sin in the book of Psalms, that we were all wrapped in um, wrapped in sin, right? We all came through. We inherited the sin, but not only did we inherit the sin because we inherited the sin, we also inherited the location, and that was fallen man. So we all were in that. We, and we didn't know it. We didn't have any understanding of it. We operated from that place, and that was from the place of being controlled by the enemy. 
But as you said, over in Colossians chapter one, the word of God says that we were transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his son, which is the kingdom of light. All of that took place when Jesus went to the cross. That's the beautiful thing. The word of God continues to reveal, continues to, to give us a greater understanding. But we, like the word of God says that my people perish because of lack of knowledge. But it doesn't stop there. It says, but we rejected the knowledge. We rejected the knowledge. Jesus was trying to teach us about the kingdom. But all we heard was sin and no sin, which causes us to look at each other and say and judge each other. Amen. Now, talk a little bit about that, because when, when we come into the kingdom of when we come into the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven, we come into this light. We we are no longer coming as sinners, but we we have received the life of Christ that his life has been imputed to us. And now the word of God says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Talk a little bit about that as as kingdom citizens, that, that we are the righteousness of God, man. I, I, I love it how Paul expresses himself over in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, when he said he was crucified with Christ and is no longer he who lives, but Christ lives in me. And the lifestyle which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. There was an exchange that took place at the cross. That's the beautiful thing. This is how this one, when the word of God says that God is love, that only love could drive one himself to the cross when he was righteous, but yet he died the, the death of a, of, of, a, um, of a criminal. Okay, so here it was, Jesus came, and, and that's the, man, I don't, we don't have time to go into that one, uh, uh, Sister Lisa, because that's the reason he had to be born of a virgin Mary. Because he still had to be righteous, right? And if he was born uh, the way that you and I were born, as uh, my father is my, a, a natural father and a natural mother and the natural birth, then we were, born, we were born into sin. But the way the father kept his son uh, righteous was that he wasn't born of a man, right? Because... God himself, the Holy Spirit, impregnated Mary. Mary was just the incubator, but the seed came from God. So therefore, the seed was still considered righteous. And it had to be that way for him to be able to go to the cross for us to exchange his righteousness for our unrighteousness. And that's the beautiful um, sacrifice that he did. The, the, because the word of God talks about the penalty of sin is death where Jesus, righteous, the one that knew no sin, he gave up himself for us and became all of our sin, and then we became his righteousness. That was the exchange that took place. But we, we cannot forget now because our, uh, we, we, that, that exchange took place, but also our location, our position changed yeah. as well. And that's the part that we don't walk in inside the body of Christ. Our position and our location has changed. Yes. yes. Well, this has been this has been an awesome conversation. And uh, Pastor Mike, I want to thank you for coming on. I want you to um, let everybody know where they can come, 
because we have, we receive an awesome teacher and Pastor Mike's an awesome man of God and God has unfolded this teaching of the kingdom. And when I first came, I said, this was revolutionary to me. And when he said it's a game changer, it definitely is a game changer because Holy Spirit will open you up and you begin to receive it and he will reveal these truths to you. So Pastor Mike, can you tell everybody how they can um, hear you, your, your church, the Bible study, Bible Make Simple, all those things that people can um, hear and learn this, learn more into detail. We just had a brief 30 minutes, not long enough, but just kind of an overview but how people can reach you and, and um, get in contact and with the church and Bible study and um, the Bible may simple. Amen. I, that this time flew by. Kingdom. Amen. And first I want to just, uh, just let everyone know my spiritual parents and my, myself and pastor Trina's spiritual parents that um, we have, there's many teachers in the word of God that says that there's many teachers that's in our life but there's only one father. And I, I thank God for connecting us and walking us right to the ones that he has chosen, who is Apostle uh, Tony and Cynthia Bra Brazelton of Victory, uh, VCMI. So we just love them. They're awesome um, spiritual parents. And as far as us, that every Monday through Friday, uh, we have Bible Made Simple. You can simply just uh, have, you can friend request Overcomers Fellowship on Facebook. Um, you can, and then you'll we'll get you connected as far as on Facebook. We're also on YouTube. So you can go ahead and research, uh, uh, hit the search button on YouTube, Overcomers Fellowship. You'll see myself and my beautiful wife, our uh, picture there. So go ahead and um, get yourself connected on both of those. Every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m., we have Bible Made Simple. I absolutely love the Bible Made Simple because it's not. It's not, it wasn't meant to be hard. Uh, we just simply go through the word of God. We're in Matthew chapter 17 right now. And we go scripture upon scripture upon scripture, just allowing the Holy Spirit to unpack the force. Also, we have Tuesday night, which is we call our boot camp, raising up soldiers for the kingdom of heaven, uh, which is our Bible study. Tuesday night at seven o'clock. That's also on Facebook and as well on uh, YouTube. And our Sunday service is nine o'clock right now, uh, Sunday morning, nine o'clock. And we have that as well on YouTube and on Facebook. So please connect to us on those on those two places. And man, we're, we're just praising God for what he's doing right now. Uh, we're not back actually back in the building. We will be back in the building as soon as the Lord releases our new building that he is transferring uh, ownership to us and possession to us. So uh, we believe in God for that. So thank you again, Lisa, for your time. And just thank you. It's an honor to be on here with you. And praise God. And we, before we leave here, I'm going to pass this to you. I never like to leave because we never know of people who are listening, if they know Jesus, I like to offer an op or, if they, or if they don't know Jesus, we don't know if they know or they don't know, but I still like to send out that opportunity. And so Pastor Mike, if you could um, handle that part and close us out and um, we'll go on. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So as you've already heard that, yes, sin play to, plays a part in God's plan. Uh, but this is the thing that the enemy doesn't want you to know. The fact that sin has already been dealt with, that I don't care what you've done. 
that sin, you haven't done too much more than what I've done. I'm telling you that now. But sin has already been taken care of. And that was through the sacrifice of the, of the Father, Son, Jesus Christ on the cross for us. So I want to send an invitation to everyone that does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And look, this isn't just for you to go to heaven. This is, man, I'm telling you, it's for heaven to come into your life right now. So if that's you, all you have to do is repeat after me. Just replace my name with your name. Amen. I, Michael, am a sinner, but the Father sent his son to be a sacrifice on the cross for me. And then I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the son of God and that the father raised him from the dead. Now, I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart, lead me and guide me for the rest of my days. And if you confess that today, you are born again of the Holy Spirit, the very nature of God. And also you are citizen of the kingdom of heaven. But this is what we always tell everyone. Please get yourself into a Bible teaching ministry so that you can grow in the things of God. And if you don't have one, then you do now. Overcomers Fellowship, we're not just a, a, a church, but we are a family and we welcome you into our family right now. So go ahead. You can uh, reach out to us on Overcomers Fellowship page on Facebook or also YouTube, and we will definitely get you connected and you'll be part of the family. But praise God, the biggest thing is you are now saved and you are now a child of God. Amen. 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 So thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Pastor Mike, for an awesome discussion. And we're going to have you back here and maybe we'll give you a little time as you can go into some teaching on your own. You can take the helm and give some information out. So, um Absolutely, you will return. <laughs> Praise God. Um, I look forward to talking with you again. Praise God. This is Lisa with Life Transformed, and you've been listening to Kingdom Lifestyles. God loves you, and so do I. Have a great one.